I am Michael Spath. This is Startup Nation Radio. Ask the expert. I'm filling in for Jeff Sloan here today. And we are talking to Ian Burt, an employee benefits consultant, a client executive at Kapnick Insurance Group. Ian, uh, we're going to talk about employee benefits today. So thanks for joining us. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Ian, if someone said to you, describe what is an employee benefit, what would you say to that person? It's that thing that employers want to have and really need to have to compete in the market space for employees. I mean, it's all about attracting and retaining employees. I mean, there's only so much money you can throw at a human being. I know all employees want more income. Everybody asks for a pay raise, but ultimately for a business owner to stand out, you got to do that little thing that's a little bit different, make the employee's life just a little bit better than they can get somewhere else. And hopefully that employee will ultimately consider that when they're looking at the other job offer for 50 cents or a dollar more an hour. And by offering that benefit and reminding the employee of that benefit, you're making their life better, which makes them appreciate their employer that much more. Be thankful for that thing that they're getting they can't get anywhere else. When employees or when people look at jobs, it is often the benefits package that they pay a good amount of attention to. What type of health benefits do I have? What type of dental benefits do I have? What are the extras that are in there? Because those are usually the medical and dental are usually the standard, but what are the extra things that this company is going to offer me? Yeah. Before we get into the extra stuff, usually employees are looking at salary number one and then benefits become number two. But when you have an employee that's already there, the retention aspect, salary drops all the way down on those surveys to six or seven and benefits become if they stay that one or two slots. So that's where it becomes really important. So yeah, you need the medical benefits. You need the dental division. There are a lot of other things though that employees are looking for these days. Life insurance through an employer is the easiest and cheapest thing for the employee to have and frankly for the employer to offer to to tease some additional money. Heaven forbid something happens, right? Let's take care of your family. What happens if the employee can't show up to work? So we want that disability. We want to make sure that employee can always get paid. Now, frankly, some employers don't want employees to be able to make money if they're not able to show up for work. Well, don't worry. The insurance company doesn't want that either. If the If the employee made as much money at home as they're making on the job, they wouldn't come back to work. So the employer and the insurance company are going to hate that. So we have those limits in there to make that palatable. But let's make it that that employee is not going to become destitute, too. You have an employee that's off for three weeks or four weeks, and they can't afford to stay at home. What are they going to do? They're going to go either back to work too soon, bringing their malady with them, being less productive and costing the business money, or worse, they're going to go find something else that they can do to make that money. So as an employer, you want to offer that disability insurance, too, to ensure that employee can come back. Yeah, those are some of the perks you're talking about. And I know when I we look at our package, that was a big part of it. There are all these different things. One of the things that I really appreciate that Ian does and the, the employee benefits team at Captain Insurance Group is two big things. One is that you guys have relationships so that you can put together packages for an employer, multiple packages. So an employee such as myself can look at it and say like, well, I don't have to take this one only, right? Like I can look at different deductibles. I can look at different prescription plans. This is complicated stuff. And it's your job to really break it down and make it easier for the employer and really make it easier for the employee to understand. Yeah, a hundred percent. And how many different options you have, you can actually have a diminishing intent. You want to give the employees options. You want to have two, three different medical plans. You know, back in the day before you and I, Michael, because we're talking people that are older than us, they had fringe benefits. These things that the employer was paying 100% for that you automatically had, those are not around too much anymore. And that's because it doesn't exactly make sense. Where you have 
a five-generation workforce. And generation, um, what is it, Z, millennials, right, <laughs> want something completely different than my generation X people and want something completely different than the people that are boomers that are at the end of their working years. We're all looking through different lenses because we have different life. You as an employer, though, you want to make something available to my 22-year-old and my 62-year-old and have them both be equally happy and appreciative of that. So you absolutely have to have choice. And that's where, instead of fringe benefits, now virtually every single benefit becomes a voluntary benefit. Now, that term uh, a couple of decades ago used to just mean these ancillary supplemental medicine things that if you got injured, you got cash. Or if you got diagnosed with cancer, you got some cash. Voluntary benefits now have become so much more in that you want to have, let me have three different medical options. Let me have two different dental options. I have mm, one, maybe two vision options for the employee to pick from. And then we, we get into those other menu of, do you want the disability? Do you want the life insurance? Do you want the FSA? Do you want the HSA? And what does that all mean, though? That's the hard part, the really hard part. I talk about this all day long, so it makes a heck of a lot of <laughs> sense to me. But most people, after that 45-minute open enrollment meeting, they don't think about their benefits at all for the remainder of the year. They think about it when they need it. Well, they really need to know then. Yeah. And, and more importantly is how do they engage them with the medical? So within the medical community, most people are just used to going to the doctor and uh, wish we had back in the 80s a $3 RX copay and a $5 <laughs> right, physician right. copay. We don't have to worry about it, but unfortunately that doesn't happen anymore, especially when we get to the HSA type plans. So we really need to interact with the employee, teach them how to look at this stuff, teach them how to do that math, make the best decision for their family. Uh, just yesterday, I was talking with an, an employee who was comparing between a 2,000 deductible PPO, 3,000 deductible HMO. Now, the way these plans were designed, all the other copays were the same. Now, he was going for PPO because he was scared of what he thought he knew about the HMO. And after a 15, 20-minute conversation, physicians were in the HMO network. You know, the $3,000 deductible hasn't come into play in his life for the past couple of years because he hasn't had a hospitalization or a surgery. But he goes to the physician almost monthly. He needs diabetic resources. But all those are taken care of in the copays. So when he saw that the copays were the same, the deductibles, yeah, a little bit different, but he was saving literally $400 a month for his family between these two plans. Then you do the math, right? 400 times 12 is $5,000 a year versus 1000 extra bucks on the deductible. Makes sense now. Yeah, absolutely. And the way that you just broke that down, I mean, again, this is what I really appreciate is those conversations with the employer, with the employee to answer. I mean, I've been to some of these open enrollment meetings that you guys do, and I, I was blown away to watch a employee benefits consultant at Capnick. I mean, scheduled for an hour there for two and a half hours until every single question was asked and answered and the person understood it. You are here to help the employer, here to help the employee. And you're not going to walk away satisfied until you know that everybody understands what they need to understand. Because again, this is their medical. This is their dental. This is their vision. This is These are real world, big time stuff for anybody who has to go see a doctor, go into the hospital for something. You know, your eyes start failing a little bit. What am I doing with my prescriptions? What am I paying for? What, what type of options do I have? Like these are the big decisions in our lives. And so there you are to help them understand every part of this. Well, and they get that understanding when they're making the little election. But then we get two, three months down the road, they just have a deduction coming to the paycheck, they forget about it, right? So we got to give them some resources, some access to the information. We give them videos. Uh, over the pandemic, I was doing all kinds of work around my house, but I'm not that handy. So I'm watching all kinds of YouTube videos trying to figure out how to replace this little valve in my faucet. Employees can do the same thing when it comes to their benefits. And so you want to give them the information in the way that they're used to getting 
information used to watching the TikTok video or the YouTube video. So let me give them a five-minute segment on how an HSA works to remind them why they're putting that money in there, remind them how to use that. And we give them those resources, whether it be the company's intranet, the platform that we've got available to them so they can go back and revisit the information we gave them three months ago, but they're not going to remember because they don't do it all day long. It was great back then. They felt awesome. They were really happy with their choice. Now they have no idea why they made that choice anymore. So let's rewatch that video or let's call Capnick so we can get that information once more. And guess what? We'll tell them the same story over again. So we give them those details they need as they need it. Give them a, a flyers that they can hang in the break room. Reminding of what's the what's an FSA? What are my vision benefits looking like? Reminding when we get to December, hey, don't forget you have an annual maximum in the dental plan or the vision plan. Have you used it up? Let's not let that go to waste. Great stuff, Ian. You can learn much more about this by going to capnic.com. You can reach out to Ian at Ian period Bert B-U-R-T at Capnick.com. And Ian, let me ask you this. So I'm an employer and I say, like, ah, I've only got five employees. I don't need employee benefits yet. Or we like to think like, well, it's always in these bigger companies. But I've come across quite a bit, especially in this competitive marketplace, you know, the moment you have one employee, you should really start thinking about what type of benefits package you're going to put together to attract and you said to retain your employees. It's a very competitive place out there right now. And people have a lot of options. If you want to bring someone in, whether it's one employee or 1000 employees, you want to talk to an employee benefits consultant at Capnick. There are a lot of great options out there. And, and to, to kind of steal a quote from Brian Tracy, where he, you know, he was a trainer. And the biggest objections that employers would have on bringing them in is, what happens if I train my employees and they leave? To which Brian would say, well, what happens if you don't train them and they stay? Well, okay, what happens if I bring in benefits on paying a couple hundred bucks a month for premium and then they leave after a few months or it doesn't work? Well, what happens if you don't? If you have to replace that employee, how expensive is that going to be? It can be easy math. It can actually be pretty easy math. People don't realize it, but that's why we have to have that conversation to share what the value can be, how to place it to make sure you can attract and retain those key employees, especially. Great stuff, Ian. Thanks very much. Thanks. Happy to help. <laughs>